Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter Wonderful Pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, Wonderful Pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. His name's Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback you know him well, works for NBC in Boston as well, breaks a lot of stories, and that's why we bring him on. Uh, a bunch of things to address. Before we get to Belichick, Commanders, Russell Wilson stuff, the Chargers uh, felt like from the very mm-hmm. beginning it was a natural fit. Um, was, was Did Harbaugh make his decision up weeks ago, or was this he interviews, he's impressed? Which was it? <laughs> I think it was sort of a process of getting to know each other, and that part was always going to be important to Jim, um, Colin, just because of how things ended in San Francisco. Um, the relationship with ownership, um, you know, at the Niners obviously wasn't good at the end. The relationship with the front office wasn't good. And so I actually think this was about way more than money. Now, part of it is, of course, hashing out the salary and going back and forth between Michigan and the Falcons and the Chargers, and that's just business. But I think a huge part of it was what it's going to look like coming to work every day for Jim, what relationship he was going to have with ownership. Is he comfortable with the fact that John Spanos, the owner's kid, is running football operations, is overseeing football operations at least? Is he going to have a general manager that he's familiar with? And they've interviewed four guys who he's familiar with, and Brandon Brown, Ed Dawes, Joe Ortiz, and Ian Cunningham. And then are the assistants going to get paid too? You know, Are you willing to pay to get Jesse Minter to come over with them? So I think that the last couple of weeks were about Jim checking off all of the boxes and making sure that more than just the roster and the location and um, you know the the fact that it was another shot in the NFL were there for him. Good stuff. Uh, Belichick, Atlanta. He was hot. It's cooled. Mm-hmm. Where's he and where are the Falcons on this? 
I think Arthur Blank would love to have Bill Belichick as his head coach. Like, I think that that's, that's something that I think has been established. Now, the question is what that looks like around him. And in that way, it's sort of like, you know, like Harbaugh a little bit. And so, you know, Belichick's been at odds in the past with Rich McKay, their CEO. What does that look like? How involved is McKay in football if Belichick comes aboard? What does the front office look like? How does the front office um, tie into the coaching staff who's got final say over things? You know, it's funny, Colin, I had a, a television producer ask me a couple months ago to go look into the, the market for Belichick. So I did. And I dug around a little bit, and you know what I found with a bunch of people who you know now know very well how this stuff works and have been involved in it was that a lot of people would hire Bill Belichick, the executive vice president of football operations, to set up their team. A lot of people would hire Bill Belichick, the coach, and just have him be the guy who runs the team on the practice field and on game day. But was there going to be somebody who was going to be willing to throw the keys to the castle and completely deconstruct what they have and build something back up in Belichick's image, knowing when you might only have it for a year or two years or three years? And so I think finding a middle ground there is where the challenge is with the Falcons and Belichick. It's how far does Belichick want to push control? How far does Belichick want to go as far as having things built around him? And then how far is Arthur Blank willing to go in deconstructing a few things and building them back in Belichick's image, particularly if he's only going to have Belichick for two or three years? Boomer Esiason says Ben Johnson's getting the commander gig, a gig that I think's the second best opening of mm-hmm. all the openings for a lot of reasons. What do you hear? Yeah, this has been sort of floating out there for about a month, um, and that this would be the most likely scenario. Um, I, I don't think Ben Johnson trusted the situation in Carolina, you know. And even though there were a lot of people in that Panthers organization who figured the end result here, after firing Frank Reich and and changing the front office, was going to be throwing a bag at Ben Johnson, um, and you know, even though Ben Johnson is from North Carolina, I don't, I, I don't think that level of trust for Johnson was there based on how things have worked with the Panthers organization over the last few years. And the commanders have certainly done a ton of homework on Ben Johnson and have looked at, okay, how would this set up if we had Adam Peters as the general manager and Ben Johnson as the head coach? So, you know, Ben's obviously got multiple opportunities out there. He's still alive in the Seattle search, so that's another one. Um, You know, but it does feel like this is something that at least people have been looking at for the last month or so. And, you know, we'll see whether they're eliminated on Monday or whether that happens two weeks from now, um, how hard the commanders push to get it done. But I can say this, like they're sending a full contingent, a full contingent of people to Detroit, Michigan on Monday morning to go and meet with Ben Johnson, and that is win or lose. Wow. Hey, by the way, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, had an article on Russell Wilson to the Raiders for a variety of reasons. I don't think you'd make that move if I'm Tom Telesco. One of the reasons he got in trouble was some bad contracts with the Chargers, and that would be a dubious Mm -hmm. contract and could give Sean Payton a break. But the Russell Wilson thing is percolating in this offseason, and he's a lot better probably Mm -hmm. than most of these college quarterbacks except maybe a Caleb or a Drake, Russell's had a career that's been really right. borderline Matt Ryan Hall of Fame-ish. What do you make of Russell in Denver and Peyton? It's been pretty quiet for about a month. Yeah, well, I think he's going to be gone from Denver. Um, well, we can establish that right away. Like, I think he's gone from there. Um, and then, you know, you got to look forward to where, you know, like where the market's going to be for him. Number one, I think teams are going to have a hard time envisioning him as a backup. So I don't think he goes somewhere as a backup. 
I also think it's probably unlikely that, like, you know, a Washington or a Chicago brings him in as a bridge to a young guy. Because I'm not sure you want to put that, you know, that amount of celebrity in your quarterback room when you're trying to bring a Caleb Williams or a Drake May or a Jaden Daniels along. So that certainly narrows the field. If he's not going to be a bridge and he's not going to be a backup, where do you find a home for him? And I think it'd probably be with a team in the middle of the first round somewhere in Atlanta's in this in this group, a team that's drafting somewhere in the middle of the first round that may not be in the range to get one of those first cluster of quarterbacks, you know, whether that's a Williams, a May, or a Daniels, and maybe isn't in love with the second cluster of quarterbacks, yeah. which a lot of people feel like can be J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, yep. and Bo Nix. Yeah. And so if you're that team and you need a quarterback for a year or two and you look at the quarterback class and you say – there ain't going to be a guy that we like available there, 12 or 13 or 14 or 15. That's a scenario where I see, could see a team going in and saying, Russell Wilson's worth it for the next year or two. So I think something like that's going to have to play out. That's a really interesting scenario. If you don't like the second cluster, I know people that are not into J.J. McCarthy, Penix's injury, mm-hmm. and Bo Nix feels to me like kind of a top of the second player. But, yep. you know, I could be totally wrong. I have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, just use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. All right, here's my parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Ravens at home, minus 3.5 to win in cover. Feels like 27-20 to me. They've blown out 7-8-9 teams. Chiefs look better than they are due to Buffalo's defensive injuries. I think the over 44.5 in that game feels right. And I'm going to take Jared Goff over one and a half passing touchdowns in San Francisco. You got to score to beat San Francisco. They're not getting a great pass rush. And I love Detroit's weapons. I think it's a good game. You want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, which doesn't take more than 90 seconds. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code heard for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. All right, Albert Breer, uh, the very latest. Is Vic Fangio to Philadelphia done or just being talked about? I think it's more or less, I think it's going to get done. I'm not sure if the papers have been signed. I think it'll be interesting to see how he meshes in that scenario. Yeah, yeah. There were problems in Miami. I mean, like, just from a collaboration standpoint, he wasn't exactly what they were looking for. A lot of the players were out on him to the point where at the end of the year – Things looked funky on tape, and I, I would say this: like I think in the in the in this era, the way staff set up and the way that things are delegated, Vic's not really that way. And so, like as far like let's just say, for example, if you're splitting up third down, and you're splitting up red zone, and you're saying, okay, like we're gonna have our secondary coach present on this, and we're gonna have our D line pr- coach present on this. That's not the way Vic worked. Like Vic was the only voice in that room, and that rubbed some people the wrong way in Miami. And Nick Sirianni's always had a really inclusive culture in Philadelphia. So I just think it's going to be interesting. Just keep an eye on this. Just interesting to see how Nick's style meshes with Vic's style. But I do think it does get done in the end. Wow, that's interesting. Whenever you say stuff looks funky on tape, that's tell that feels like Brandon Staley with the Chargers where you're you're not getting buy-in from players. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Al, Albert Breer, Monday morning quarterback. Uh, enjoy your hits there in Boston. And uh, you know, you're not that far off. You're only three or four months away from this current job just sitting on a roof in Nantucket. So there's there's your your future's bright. Harbaugh's leaving yeah, Michigan. Yeah, just gotta get through the next few weeks, Colin. We'll be all good. And Harbaugh's <laughs> leaving Michigan. This- I'll be on a ski slope in three or four weeks. Okay. That's what I that's what I'm counting that down to. All right, buddy. Good seeing you. Um, All right. A proud Buckeye, Albert Breer. By the way, I got three texts yesterday from Buckeye fans. <laughs> I'm Jim Harbaugh. How'd they get your number? Message board? No, just people I've known through the years. Oh, oh, oh. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I'll just say they, they were all in good moods. What, the Sharon Moore's taking over? <laughs> Is that no, not that. That oh. Harbaugh's getting out oh, of here. Oh, right, right, right. Everybody bangs on Harbaugh. Everybody bangs on Urban Meyer, and then he leaves Ohio State, and everybody's like, well, you know, uh, good luck to him, the very best for him. Harbaugh leaves Michigan, everybody's like, you know, he was a pretty good coach there. (laughs) Saban leaves Alabama. You know, Alabama, DeBoer is a good move. Nick was getting old. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. 
So Andy Reid is on the verge of joining an elite group of head coaches. If the Chiefs win on Sunday, this will be the fifth time he's led a team to the Super Bowl. That would make him just the fourth head coach to reach the Super Bowl at least five times. The others are Belichick, Don Shula, and Tom Landry. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but you know the media asked Reid about retirement. He's like, I haven't given that an ounce of thought. And of course, the KC media is like, see, he's not retiring. I didn't hear a no. I'm not saying he is. You know, but if he's walking away, he's walking away on top. Let me tell you this. He's a better coach than Landry because Landry got outdated at the end. Joe Gibbs is probably the most underrated coach in league history, one with multiple quarterbacks. Um, there's a real argument. I, I, I'm not into lists. and There's a real argument that Bill Belichick and Andy Reid are the two best coaches ever. So the Mount Rushmore for head coaches NFL history. Well, would I would be... put Bill. Forget this list. I, Bill Walsh is on it. Belichick's on it. I think you and because he's the winningest, it. Don Shula's on it. Reed's Lombardi's got it. on it. Sorry, so now Reed's not making it. Andy's five. Oh. I, I, no, what? it's not a knock. I'm saying now, now, two more Super Bowls. Shula's out of here. <laughs> right now, it's Belichick, Walsh, Lombardi. I got to look up Lombardi's stats. I mean, well, they're I so long ago. Of, My parents well, weren't even in America at that point. Like, come on. Well, come on. Come on. I'm sorry it didn't fit the timeline. Yeah, my timeline. My timeline. My, my, my Mount no, Rushmore. No, but I think it's Bill Walsh is the most innovative offensive guy of all time. Belichick's the greatest defensive coach. Shula's the winningest coach. And th- those three feel like they're guaranteed. So Walsh, Belichick, Shula. Yeah, but the winningest coach up there. And so the fourth. What do we do for Reed, Reed Lombardi. I think it's, so I think Lombardi edges Reed, but I think Andy gets another Super Bowl, and then he edges Lombardi. Gibbs has a strong case, Who's and that? I'm not even a, Joe Gibbs. Yeah, he's got Joe Gibbs is, is really clearly really the most underrated. And Bill Parcells, I'm sure some people Parcells, are clamoring Jimmy, for. I mean, again, you're talking about it's impo- It's like saying Mount Rushmore quarterbacks. I mean, good. At some point, we're going to have Montana not on. Well, it's good to be exclusive. You know, <laughs> you like exclusive. When you go on vacations, you like no way. exclusive vacation. No. You don't want fifty million Row people. Row twenty-four Southwest oh, Airlines. You don't want to be fighting over beach chairs when you go on vacation. You want like only a few people there where you got no. room to spread out. And no, no, no. Ann and I like to be among the people. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So why don't we just put eight guys on the Mount Rushmore of, co- of coaches? Why don't we do that? Eight. Well, we won't call it Mount Rushmore. Mount a few more. <laughs> we could call it that. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know, we got to speed it up. We got Jeremiah coming up. But listen, Jared Goff is the next story. And you have a massive man crush on him. Um, you know, our discussion yesterday kind of went all around the Internet. People are freaking out. He's one win away from the Lions' first Super Bowl appearance. He's got a lot of history with San Francisco from his time with the Rams. Niners linebacker Fred Warner thinks Goff has improved a lot since leaving L.A. A lot better. Um, You know, not to say that he wasn't good when when we played him back, you know, when he was with the Rams, but um, I think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now with the way that he's playing. You know, I think he finished, what, top three in, in passing yards this season. And, uh, you know, I think his just the delivery of the football, his decisiveness, um, obviously with the amount of playmakers that he has on that side, I, I think he's the, the, one, the one that's leading that group. Uh, and he's the reason why they're at where they're at right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say he's, nice he's just stuff confirming the truth. Yeah. It's weird. You, you backed me into a corner. 
It's like where saying, I don't like golf. Meanwhile, he moves into my neighborhood, right? He, he uh, his dog looks exactly like mine. His fiance is a supermodel. I got to be friends with this guy and his wife. You know, the, the you know what? I was at a place last night. True story. And I try not to do this. One of the things I um well I won't get into that. But I was at a place last night that I frequent from time to time. Oh, okay, I know where they're it now is. carrying my beer yeah. and. His name came up, and somebody came up to me and said, man, you, you know, you love golf. And I said, yeah, he's a top 10 quarterback in the National Football League, and he goes, you know, he comes here. Yeah, I know. I and know. I was like, hmm, what night? But he's not going to go there anymore because Stafford goes there now. No, I think they like each other. I think they get along. I think they really respect each other. I think Stafford's got a very high EQ, and so does Goff. They get along with people. They're not weird. I have a feeling once I meet Stafford, we're going to be buddies because I'm a, I'm a Stafford guy. I don't think you're going to be buddies with really? Matt Stafford. No. Okay. I don't. That, that's not going to happen. I'm he a won't. friendly guy. I don't know. People tend to like me, man. Stafford is friendly. Our audience barely likes you. What do you mean people tend <laughs> to like go. you? There you go. Ding. <laughs> Final story is uh, quickly on the NBA. So the Bucks canned their coach yesterday. We had some fun with that. Uh, Giannis said after last night's win, he believes the organization will make the right moves for this team, even though he didn't see this coming. <laughs> I got to trust the front office. I got to trust the ownership group um, that they can see the bigger picture. My job is to be the best version of myself, to lead the, um, this team out there uh, and help win games. And their job is to you know, create the best team uh, possible and the best atmosphere around the team possible. I know that they believe that it can give us, give us a better chance to win uh, a championship. Um, but yeah, I do. I do think it, it, was, it was a surprise. Hmm. It's ruthless. Meanwhile, his hands are under the table because he's got blood on them from knifing oh, Griffin in the back. On. Hey, by the way, I don't know. I don't think we have video. I probably I just saw it right before this. But the Bucks played last night, and before the opening tip off, I saw this. They're dancing in a circle, like all doing these like you know Dougie type dances, and it was like, you just fired the coach, and you guys are like, it's almost like a celebratory dance. Like the whole team is like, oh hey hey hey, you know, it's like oh my gosh. Like apparently they did not can, like Griffin. Well, can I? Can we go back to a picture of Giannis? I don't need the audio. You know what my takeaway on this is? He, he, he's Where large. does a man the size of Giannis get a raincoat? <laughs> I can barely get a raincoat. I'm six two. Nothing fits me. Where does Giannis go what to get a raincoat? What do you need a raincoat for? Rain six days a no. year in Los Angeles. Well, it's, he's in Milwaukee. But I no. That's like Gore-Tex. I mean, it's Milwaukee. Where winter. in the world do you get a Gore-Tex? For the NBA's largest, longest player, I, I'm fascinated. Is there? There is a store in Atlanta and one in Portland. Big and tall? No, no. There's a store in Atlanta and I think in Portland, maybe Portland, but I know Atlanta that sells uniquely large shoes, like size 22. And all the NBA guys all go to this store in Atlanta. I th I don't know why I think Portland has one, but I know Atlanta does. So there, I, and I think about this. I know this is a weird question, but where in the world I struggle to get raincoats, and I'm normal size. I, I I just can't believe you're thinking about where would Giannis get a raincoat. That is bizarre. So it says here 234 million in career earnings for Giannis. My staff says I think he can find a coat. Yeah, probably he could snap his fingers. I'd like a supportive staff, not a snarky one. Yeah. What happened to the support, the team? Well, it's the Jared Goff love. It's just getting a little bit over the top at this point. J Mac with the news. 
Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Live. When your news. business reaches a certain scale, challenges begin to surface. You deserve a tailored solution. NetSuite is where you go. They have a KPI checklist. Download it free at netsuite.com slash H-E-R-D. One more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. One of the sharpest guys out there, NFL Network analyst, former NFL scout for multiple teams, Daniel Jeremiah, also tolerates J-Mac on a regular basis. He's a broadcaster for the Chargers. So yesterday, I'm working out, and you know, I'm throwing around some weight there, Daniel. And uh, I'm sitting there watching the TV screens. It's Chargers everywhere. I get into my car. It's Charger talk everywhere. And I thought... They made five million bucks on free advertising in LA. It was everywhere. 
Nothing against Ben Johnson. <laughs> it wouldn't have led the local news on all three or four stations. You know the Chargers well. Uh, you're on their broadcast. I mean, you tell me the feeling in that building today. Uh, it's pretty electric, man. Uh, er- everybody's fired up, and they said you could already kind of feel Harbaugh's presence. You know, just with him being in the building thus far, it's just it's brought an energy and a life. Uh, to that place, you know, they're moving into that new facility, which will be really, really, uh, you know, first class. And it just feels like this is a kind of a springboard for them. It felt like a move that they, you know, they absolutely had to make. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things we can talk about on the field and the impact that it'll make, Colin, nobody talks about the fact that, you know, from an ownership standpoint, these franchises, the value of these franchises can be impacted when you make moves like this. Yes. Like this is whatever they paid him, which I know was top dollar. They've already put that right back in their pockets. It's a very smart move. Yeah, no, I said when LeBron went back to Cleveland, he made Dan Gilbert $300 million minimum richer. The Chargers are absolutely no question today worth $200 million more the minute Harbaugh signs or more. I mean, networks right now are literally like Chargers Sunday night. I mean, you know everybody's talking about it. Now, oh. I do think they lost seven of their 12 losses were by three or less, led the league. So I think this team's going to be very good very quickly. They've, they're over the cap. You're a draft guy. They've got the number five pick. Um, they could go with a tight end. They could go receiver. They don't need a quarterback, an edge rusher, um, or a left tackle. They don't need that. And yep. that's what the draft is stocked with in the first 20 picks. Where do you think they go with their top pick? Which, by the way, they can move down and accumulate more picks. What do you think they do? Well, I think you hit the nail on the head there. You know, when you look at some of the key needs for this team, when you think a corner has to be up there towards yes, the top, yes. defensive tackle is a, is, a, is a screaming need. Well, there's not going to be the value for either one of those positions where they're picking at five. So, you know, it's going to be tricky of, of trades in this draft just because the depth at certain positions. But you know how it is. Teams fall in love with certain players. And, uh, and if the phone rings, I would think uh, that would be an easy choice for the Chargers to be able to slide back, get some more picks, as they try and you know invest in the line of scrimmage because Harbaugh everywhere he's been they've been outstanding at the line of scrimmage so you you know at some point in time through free agency and through the draft it's going to be heavily you know offense and defensive linemen now Justin Herbert uh, last year got injured you know what's interesting with Harbaugh you can't pigeonhole him nor his brother as like defensive coach, offensive coach. Because when he was with the Niners, they had four top 10 defenses, no top 10 offenses. The Michigan National Championship team didn't throw the ball down the field. What, in your opinion, will he do as a former scout, as somebody that knows this game and watches film, what does Justin Herbert just need infused into him going forward? Well, I think they're going to ask less of him. You know, and I think this has been kind of a narrative. I've seen this a bunch of, you know, Justin Herbert, you know, get ready. The MVPs are going to start stacking up, you know, with Jim Harbaugh in here at coach. I'm like, no, I mean, we've seen this with Andrew Luck at Stanford. I mean, most college coaches would have had Andrew Luck and said, you know what? He's the best player in college football for these two years. I'm going to throw it 55 times a game. And he didn't do it. He, he believes in a way of playing football where you're going to be physical. You're going to take pressure. You're going to relieve pressure off your quarterback. And when you do throw it, you can be efficient and you can be explosive. So I, I really think less is going to be more uh, with Justin in that regard. And, and then they've got to clean up. And if you watch their games this year, they had pass protection issues yeah. um, late in games, crucial moments. Um, I think he'll do a, a, a you know, really nice job of getting that kind of stuff cleaned up.
So we were talking, you're a guy that's been a scout for multiple teams. Okay, so I'm going to put J-Mac, you know, he, him and Brock Purdy. And my <laughs> takeaway is there are outliers in everything. I mean, Kurt Warner, the, the league made a mistake, but it, there were some circumstances why he dropped. Antonio Gates, first time I saw him, I'm like, but he didn't play like a college football. So generally, if a guy is drafted low, there's circumstantial stuff. There isn't really with Brock Purdy. He played, he started, he won. As a scout, how do you look at Purdy and his success? Well, I look at him as going to the perfect spot for you know how he plays the game. And you know, you always when you're with teams, a lot of times they'll say, Hey, I don't if guys go other places and are successful or fail, I really don't care. We are drafting for our team what we need and how they fit. And He's the perfect fit. He's the perfect fit for how Kyle Shanahan wants to play, um, where he's going to get you and he's going to put you in great situations where I need you to see clearly and I need you to be, be able to deliver the ball accurately. And most of the time, I'm going to get you in positions where these guys are going to be significantly open. The thing that was fascinating about last week's game is it kind of turned into a pure dropback game, and that to me is not who Brock Purdy is. I give him credit because at the last drive, he pulled it off and he made it happen. But I thought they put that game a little bit in jeopardy by not running that offense more through Christian McCaffrey in that specific game. Um, but to answer your question, yeah, I mean, I, I got Brock Purdy wrong. I, I didn't see him in any situation being able to play at this high of a level. Um, so I will easily concede that. Um, but I do think this is the – it was a perfect marriage for his skill set in, in this system. I, I, I want to go back to something. Albert Breer said something earlier. Everybody acknowledges Caleb Williams is, is like a five-tool baseball player. Outside of a personality conflict, it should work. And then there's a couple of guys that I think are really, really good. Drake May and Jaden Daniels look really good. And then I get some guys that I have concerns. J.J. McCarthy's a little slight. Uh, Bo Nix doesn't feel special. Michael Penix injuries. And, and Albert Breer said... Yeah. There could be a team like Atlanta that's drafting 12, 13, 14, somewhere on the middle first round, and they just say, we'll just do Russell Wilson. We got all the weapons. We're not paying them. Let's just go get him. We know the top of this draft. I think it's fair to say, and you're a scout, that, that Drake, May, and Caleb are pretty high prospects. What about the second group of guys, which a lot of teams just don't want to spend draft capital to move? How do you view Bo Nix, Penix, J.J. McCarthy? How do you view them as prospects? I use the word intriguing. You know, I think there is things you can you can love about them. You know, with Bo Nix specifically, he started 61 games, which five years ago people would say is a bad thing. <laughs> uh, now I think we've seen an example that this is a this is a good thing because you're only going to get you know maybe two years worth of starts before you're going to the judge and jury are going to come down with a verdict. Um, so I'd rather have a guy who's ready from game one, you know, to be able to go. And I think he is. He's ready made. I like yeah. the fact he's been through some adversity. Um, I think that's a, that's a big thing. Um, so, you know, I, the, the comparison for him, here's one outside the box for you, Colin. I, and we always talk about comps. My comp for him it, is Jalen Hurts. And think about this. Jalen Hurts is a son of a coach. Jalen Hurts felt like he was in college for 100 years. <laughs> Jalen Hurts blossomed once he transferred. Jalen Hurts is an unbelievable athlete who's incredibly tough. Bo Nix, you can go back, and I know it didn't go well at Auburn, but watch some of the runs. Oh, no, he, he can Auburn. move. He is a physical, yeah. tough yeah. dude who can move. They're both – he's 225 pounds. He's sturdy. So, you know, and then the leadership, the character, all that stuff. 
Um, you know, I don't know too many people when they saw him that that was the name that came to mind. But I think when you put all that stuff together, I was like, you know what? I'll bet on Jalen Hurts that he'll figure this thing out. And I would say the same thing about Bo Nix. Okay, finally, I think the personnel for Detroit is younger than San Francisco, but is not that far behind. I think Panay Sewell could be the next Trent Williams. I think Laporta could be the next Kittle. I think Jameer Gibbs isn't McCaffrey, but he's special. I think San Francisco Detroit personnel is much closer than people think. I think Amaron St. Brown is certainly close to an equal to Brandon Ayuk. Um, I I don't see this as Niners Lions. As somebody who is scouted professionally, what do you think that matchup looks like? It's funny you say that because um, I said earlier in the season the Lions felt like kind of the 49ers JV team, like with how they <laughs> built it. They have all those same pieces. That's what it feels like. And you mentioned, I even wrote some of them down. You've got a, an accurate quarterback who makes good decisions. You've got a top five pick edge rusher from the Big Ten who's an impact player, Bosa and Hutchinson. You've got the two offensive tackles you mentioned. You've got run-after-catch toughness at wide receiver. You've got a tight end from Iowa. You've got a first-round back who can catch the ball out of the backfield. Like They are very similar. And I think people assume when Brad Holmes left the Rams to go take over the Lions that he was going to try and rebuild and recreate the Rams when, in fact, he had a front-row seat to watch the 49ers in that division, and he tried to rebuild the Niners instead. Yeah. By the way, minute and a half left. I think the Ravens win yep. and comfortably. What say you? Yeah, I think the Chiefs have to get turnovers. I don't think they're going to be able to drive you know, 80-yard fields against this defense. This defense has just choked the life uh, out of everybody. So to me, I think they're going to have to get Lamar to turn the ball over. The one thing about KC, when you watch them, uh, every tackle, they are swinging at the ball. They are trying to get that ball out. They're very turnover aware. Um, I think that's their formula. Uh, to try and win that game. as Colin, as we're limited in time here, real quick, can I give you a quick J-Mac take? Sure, sure, uh, real sure. Quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this whole thing with him and Matthew Stafford, I know what this is, J-Mac. I can see through you. You see Stafford as a 3-and-D candidate on your men's league team, uh, and you just want to cozy up to him and get friendly with him because you, felt, you feel like he can help you chase a championship. Am yeah. I right? Yeah. You know, uh, we raised the banner tonight. Season opener is tonight. So Jeremiah's timing could not have been better. But uh, no, Stafford yeah. is uh, hes too good for our league. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. finally. He's, he's okay. too good. Yeah. By the way, he's guarding Mozgov tonight. So we won't hear about it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah could hoop back in the day. Big time I, AAU yeah, player. One of you two was an athlete. It's not me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Daniel. Good seeing you, buddy, as, as usual. Daniel's great. On See the you, buddy. On the Charger broadcast, uh, Move the Sticks podcast with our buddy Bucky Brooks. And a Rhett Lewis, available where you listen to podcasts. Yeah, the, um, you know what? You, you just, just forget everything. Just when you go watch that Bo Nix footage that we, our guys edited, that guy, and I'll say it right now, is significantly better than J.J. McCarthy. Okay. I'm going to put it on right now. That dude throws a, I saw him play live twice. That dude is. But those were both Washington losses, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't bl don't blame him. They couldn't know, stop the Huskies. The defense couldn't stop. Let me tell you something. People don't understand. Bo Nix is an athlete. He is mo and he in person. I had no idea. He is cut. Yeah. Two twenty five. That's twenty five pounds heavier than JJ McCarthy. McCarthy plays at Michigan. I mean, you know, Nix is older, right? Isn't like well, two I mean, years I, I'm just telling you, McCarthy's and he's a nice player. Bo Nix is really interesting player. 
Really interesting player. Okay. All right, I'm done for today. It's the herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.